These are definitely not normal times. It is not business as usual. On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm going to tell you how to market yourself, which is an amazing opportunity like I've never seen during this pandemic. You can and should be marketing, but this will kind of be your guide to marketing during a pandemic so you don't actually piss people off and ruin your brand. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 119 of the Massive Agent Podcast. What a freaking week. What what a week. What, what a month. What a year. Like March 2020 is going to go down in history as one of the craziest months of our entire lives. It, it just is. And then April, because April, as you know, has been canceled. Uh, April's pretty much been canceled. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a wild ride as well. But during all of this, guys, I am so on fire with excitement and optimism and just like there's so much damn opportunity. And those of you that are putting your foot on the gas and you're doing the right things and you're moving forward every day, you are going to thrive like you've like you couldn't even believe this. This crisis has been the catalyst to force so much change to happen so fast and so many people to realize that they need to change with it. And those who are on the, those who are there to take advantage of that in a positive way, uh, guys, you could change your business and your lives and your careers forever. So uh, I'm excited to to talk to you about this today. If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am am the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate, Real Estate's podcast network. This show is a proud founding member of the Industry Syndicate network. I'm a national speaker when they're doing conferences uh, on all things real estate marketing and podcasting. I'm a columnist. Every Friday afternoon, I do a column for Housing Wire, and I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor with eXp Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I have been for over nine years uh, and the founder of the Massive Agent Society, one agent per market lead gen training and coaching program. You can check that out at massiveagentsociety.com. Guys, I want to jump right into it. So I did so I did an article for Housing Wire last week called An Agent's Guide to Marketing During a Pandemic. And it if you've read it, great column. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it, but I wanted to do this podcast episode to just dive a hell of a lot deeper uh, because, you know, 800 words, 900 words just doesn't do it justice because there's just so much going on. Before I do, quick thank you to everyone who's subscribed to the show, especially on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Thank you so much. Whenever you subscribe to the show, you're making life easier on you. You don't have to remember that every Thursday morning a new episode comes out. You get a notification. And not only that, you're making your life easier. You're making my life easier by helping us to grow our audience and to be found by more people who are looking for great real estate podcasts. So if you have not yet, please go subscribe on whichever platform you listen, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. And if you've already subscribed, go ahead and unsubscribe and subscribe again. From what I'm told, everything I've seen, that actually shows as a new subscription. So it helps us to show up higher in the rankings. Uh, it's, it's kind of like podcast SEO, so to speak. And it, I mean, in, unless, I, unless I'm unless i taught otherwise, uh, that's, the, that's the way to do it is 
if somebody subscribed, have them resubscribe and it shows up as a new subscription. So thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate it. And everyone who's left a review as well. Love you guys. All right. Uh, jumping into it. So as you know, these are not normal times. We cannot just do our marketing as usual. We can't just run the same old Facebook ads with the same marketing messaging. We can't do that because uh, remember, emotions are heightened right now. Emotions are incredibly heightened. We have all these stresses. There's financial stress. There's the stress of uh, the major disruption to our lives. If you're not used to working from home, now everyone in the household is working from home. The kids are all at home all day, every day. It's stressful as hell, even though, and and guys, I'm going to touch a lot on the silver linings of, of this whole thing too, because there's so much good. There's so much good happening. There's so much positive. There's so many great things that are happening as a result of the bad things. Why the hell not focus on that stuff? Like I don't, I do not understand those that are so doom and gloom and they're only focused on the negative stuff. There's plenty of that out there. And look, it's going to, as far as the, as far as COVID-19 goes and cases and deaths, it's going to get worse. It's going to continue to get worse before it gets better. That's just the trajectory of the whole thing. And so that's there. If you want to focus on the negative, scary stuff, there's plenty of stuff out there for you to read. Just go to the Drudge Report for God's sakes or anywhere. Like there's plenty of bad stuff, but why not also educate yourself on the great stuff that's happening? And just be conscious of the great stuff that's happening in our own lives. So I mentioned in the middle of, you know, the the heightened emotions by being stuck with your family all day, every day. Yes, that's stressful. It really is. But on the flip side to that, how awesome is it that now we can get closer to our kids? We can get closer to our spouses. We can get closer to our family, spend more time with them. And just when everyone's going through a hard, stressful time, there's this, Uh, there's this bonding that happens. There's like a a deeper connection, a strengthening of the connection. And I I know I'm getting kind of, you know, um, you know, getting a little Pollyanna or whatever you call it, but whatever. Uh, I've gotten closer to my wife during all of this. I've gotten closer to my kids. I've been enjoying spending a bit more time with them than normal. And it's been incredible while at the same time, you're like, oh my God, can you just go outside for an hour, please? So again, there's good and bad. So let's focus on the good stuff. That's great. Uh, those of you that used to commute or you know used to spend a lot of time driving around, you're not doing that right now. You have extra time that you could spend building your business to read, reading, uh, listening to podcasts, starting a podcast, learning a, a skill, taking a course, um, setting up that Facebook campaign you've been meaning to do forever. That's all good stuff, guys. And if you do those things, if you're catching up on your to-do list and implementing systems that you've always wanted to do, that is going to pay off. You may not feel like it right now, but I promise you, this is not going to last forever. This can't last forever. There's going to be some serious disruption to the housing market as people, millions of people are losing jobs and not paying their bills. And I mean, it's going to have a terrible ripple effect. And mortgage companies are being disrupted by, you know, the Fed printing money and all this. And so uh, that's making mortgage rates just go from like mortgage rates are out of control, up and down, up and down, up and down, like breakneck. It's nuts. So that's preventing a lot of people from buying right now. Of course, uh, there's also credit requirements. I Government loans, FHA, VA, USDA. I've been paying attention loosely to what's going on with government loans. Some of these lenders are now increasing the credit requirements for FHA up to nearly 700 for a credit score. 
That's imagine if you were about to buy, or maybe you you are shopping for a home right now. You haven't locked in anything yet, uh, and all of a sudden, and you have a six sixty score, you know, which is well above what FHA used to be. So, and you thought you were good. Well, now all of a sudden you need a, a seven hundred or a six eighty. Now you can't buy. You're stuck in the process. You can't buy. This is going to have a negative impact on the housing market for sure. But that's okay. There's plenty of other people who we can help to navigate this crazy craziness. So remember, in your marketing, be be sensitive to the heightened emotions out there. We just need to be careful not to I mean, this is weird for me to say cuz you know that I shoot from the hip, I step on toes, I say insensitive shit quite often. And so even even I'm a little bit more conscious to not be too provocative or to not I be careful with the humor. Uh, no, no. Here's one of the silver linings of of all this this craziness. The memes, the memes that are coming out of this crisis are incredible. I mean, if we look back, our ancestors are going to be looking at. It, they're like, hey, I think they just locked down society for the memes because the memes were just that good. So that that could be. History will tell. Um, the memes have been incredible, but uh, you've got to be careful as a business person to not be too insensitive about that stuff because emotions and and sensitivities are heightened. Everyone's on edge. Everyone is, you know, so consider that, okay? Consider that emotions are heightened. Um, any advertising that, that, that could be construed as like taking advantage of the pandemic for personal gain, you're going to want to be careful. You don't want to put something out like Grant Cardone with his hurricane sale a few years ago with... Um, uh, the, the hurricane that just killed, the, like totally destroyed Houston. I forget the name of the hurricane, but during that, he was running ads for the hurricane sale for like $10 off. And it was just so insensitive and bad. It's like, you're obviously using that to take advantage of the situation. And look, I'm a capitalist. I believe in capitalism for sure. He has the right to do it. Doesn't mean that he is insulated from the negative blowback or the negative PR that comes from it just for being a douche. So don't do that. Don't take advantage of the pandemic for personal gain. So just, and I'm not saying that you can't say anything or do anything or be helpful. People know when you're taking advantage, people know like with the whole, if you buy your house with me, I will donate 10% of my commission to the United way or whatever. Like depending on the, the messaging of that, people are like, wow, that's, you're just using charity to try to sell more homes. I know a lot of agents who do that very successfully and they are very genuine in in that. Like they they really are like, "Hey, if you're going to buy a house and use me, I want to donate to this charity. So let's use some of that commission to do it." I understand that. There's a right and a wrong way to present doing the same thing. It's all about the messaging, marketing. It's all about the marketing. So be very careful that what you're putting out there is not taking advantage of the pandemic for personal gain because you could end up in a social media shitstorm. Yeah, uh, I've seen some pretty bad stuff from agents out there lately. Um, just don't get too cute with it. Just be careful. Just be careful. A sense of humor is great. Uh, seriously, a sense of humor is great. You should be having a sense of humor and showing personality. People want that escape. People want to laugh. People want to be happy right now more than ever, for sure. Do that. Just be, just be careful. Just be sensitive. Focus on your neighborhood. Your marketing should really be focused on 
not not trying to convince people that now is the best time to buy a house. There's never been a better time to buy a house. Well, first off, that's just bullshit. I mean, there's so much uncertainty right now that it may be a terrible time to buy a house. I mean, if you're taking the the 20 year view of, you know, what it's going to be like 2040, yes, it was a wise decision to buy a house now versus 20 years from now, of course. But like right now, like April the first week of April 2020 is the best time to buy a house ever. Come on. You don't know that. And and so chill on that stuff, please. Focus on your neighborhood. What does your neighborhood need? What what do your neighbors need? It's this is something that I screwed up when I first started when I got into the business. I screwed up by not focusing on a small enough area. I thought because of a scarcity mindset, I thought that focusing on Salt Lake City as a whole was better and I would get more business than focusing on just one town or one suburb in the Salt Lake City area. Even though I had mentors that were like, pick a farm area, pick a neighborhood and focus all your marketing efforts on that and you'll be successful. And and I didn't believe it because I had a scarcity mindset. I thought, I, I was like, I can't, I like, I need business. I need to close deals. I need, I need income. Like, so why would I focus on a neighborhood when I can ho- focus on the whole city? Well, the reason why I didn't get this at the time, but the reason why is when you take like a four block radius versus a four mile radius and all your marketing dollars and everything you do and all your, if you're door knocking, if you're doing flyers, if you're doing postcards, if you're doing door hangers, whatever, Facebook ads, even if it's all concentrated on a small area, you can make a much bigger impact in that area. So you're going to have better results as long as you know, assuming your content and and everything is, is good. You're going to have better results that way versus taking that same, let's say you're spending $500 a month on marketing stuff. That $500 in a, in a four block radius is going to go a hell of a lot further than $500 spread out over a whole freaking city. So focus on your neighborhood. This is a great, like, even if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, I'd be telling you to focus on a small area, but now more than ever, where can you make the biggest impact in helping people? It's your neighborhood, okay? Your neighborhood. Who needs what? Who needs toilet paper? Does anyone need uh, prescriptions picked up? Uh, they can't leave the house because they, you know, they're, they're 80 years old and, and they don't want to risk going to the pharmacy to get, to get their prescriptions. You can become a neighborhood leader, a neighborhood, uh, yeah, a neighborhood leader and, and get your other neighbors to help and, and really create like a, this is a terrible term, but uh, like a task force or a, a community group to just help people with what they need done to keep them safe, to get them the supplies that they need. Maybe they just need dinner. Maybe they're out of food or they're just like they need something different and they're just exhausted. They've been – I mean who knows? If you can become that person for your street, your subdivision, your neighborhood, I promise you – not only are you doing a hell of a lot of good right now when people need it the most, but they're going to remember you. They will remember you as the person who helped and you just happen to be a realtor. Once this passes, when and it absolutely 1000% will, with certainty, this will pass, it's only a matter of how long. Is it another month? Is it another two months? Is it another three months? Who the hell knows? But it will pass. If you stood out as this this lighthouse in the storm, so to speak, during a pandemic, during a crisis, when people are freaking out, they don't have toilet paper, they, they're running low on food and everything. 
if you can be the neighborhood leader in a Facebook group, maybe you create a Facebook group for your neighborhood. Maybe you just jump into one that already exists and just start helping and disseminating information and saying, hey, this store over here, they just stock their shelves. They have water. They have frozen pizzas. They have toilet paper. Uh, this pharmacy, they just changed their hours over here. This one, they're letting seniors in between 8 and 9 a.m. Or Costco now has a policy where they're only letting 10 people in at a time and you can only have two people per membership card. If you can just be the main source to disseminate that information that like you're not out there like you're not a reporter, you're just gathering helpful information to in one place and giving it out. Like if you just do that, you're going to have a major impact. You're going to have a major major impact. So if you use Nextdoor, if you use the Nextdoor app, perfect. Just stand up and be a leader. Don't worry about letting people know you're a realtor. God for God's sakes. That's the worst thing you could do. Like just help. Just help. Do it in a Facebook group, organize a group of neighbors, um, you know, offer to deliver extra bread, pasta, toilet paper, you know, go to the store for people, make videos to, you know, disseminate information, all that good stuff. And what, what that's going to require to know what people need is you need to listen first. You need to listen first. So listen and watch what are people asking about what kind of questions are they asking? What are they sharing? What um, what types of uh, information do people need to know? Maybe it's where are the drive-through COVID nineteen testing facilities? Where are those at? Or you know which uh, food banks are open? Or you know what are people asking? What are they sharing? And then just just find out what the needs are and figure out how you can you can help fill that need. And you can, you can connect people with the information they're looking for. Maybe, maybe what that is, is you just find all the good news that's happening, all the great things, all the silver linings of local companies that are like closing down their production line and they're making masks and ventilators instead of the, you know, the, the, the children's clothing or the, you know, I, I saw one the other day, it was like uh, feminine hygiene products they, they completely shut down their production line and they're making masks now. So maybe you're just sharing about that, or maybe you're uh, on Facebook and a local restaurant that's really struggling right now, they post a special. So maybe you share that, you share that and try to get exposure for them. That's a huge help to them right now. Just uh, listen first, what do people need and how can you, how can you give it to them? How can you provide that? Remember video is powerful. Video is very, very powerful. If you have 16 different things that you want to, uh, 16 different updates that you want to let your, your neighbors know about, well, you could just type a big long post for sure, which is, I mean, that's not a bad thing, but video is a great way to get everything out there concisely. And it lets people make a personal connection with you because they can see you and they can see how you say things. They can see your body language and they make a personal connection with you. So that's a very good thing if you're trying to help people and build a brand at the same time. There's nothing wrong with considering both at the same time. What the hell's wrong with that? You should be. Your business is your livelihood. Your business keeps your family fed. That's okay to focus on. That's okay to think about. It's okay for that to be your priority. While you can also help other people protect their livelihoods and feed their families as well. It's not a one, it's not an either or thing. And I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm tired of this mentality that you can only do one or the other bull crap, bull crap. 
And then lastly, make the content easy to share. Okay. So video obviously is easy to share. If you, if you do these big, long posts that are just super, super wordy, they're not very concise. And the information is just, uh, scattered in the text. That's hard to consume first of all. And it's not as shareable because people want short little lists. They just want everything concise. So make it concise, make lists, do bullet points, use emojis and create a list on a Facebook post or on LinkedIn or whatever. Um, make your content that's helpful. That's maybe it's a list of 10 stores that just restocked their toilet paper, make it a list, keep it concise. And, and then it's easier to share. You could also put that into a graphic. You can use Canva or whatever Canva Snappa or the million other graphic design programs out there. Put those 10 stores that just restocked toilet paper, put those on a graphic and share that it's Make it easy to share, make it easy to consume and make it easy to share. And then don't be shy with asking people to share it, ask them to tag their friends, ask them to share it. And sometimes they just need a little prompting to do it. Uh, I think that if you follow these, these principles here, focus on your neighborhood, listen first, be sensitive to heightened emotions. Uh, video is powerful and make content easy to share. You're going to do very, very well. There will be a time and a place to eventually get back to uh, the more traditional forms of real estate marketing where it's now is the best time to buy a house and here's why I'm the greatest realtor ever. Well, the more effective way to accomplish that goal is to be known in your community. People remember you in a positive way. They've seen you everywhere. You've helped them somehow. I cannot think of a better time in our history to step in and be that help, to be that leader, to be the lighthouse in the storm. It's just, I think for a lot of us and a lot of you guys listening, it's just letting go of this need that we have to to grow our business, right? Realize and have faith that by doing these helpful things and being a leader right now, when people need a leader the most, look, we have, we have leaders at the national level. We have leaders at the state level. We have leaders at the city level. Who's your neighborhood leader? Who is it? If you have one, fantastic. If somebody comes to mind as the leader in the neighborhood, great. How can you help them? How can you become another leader? But chances are you don't have anyone that comes to mind. You want to be the one who comes to mind when your neighbors are asked, who's the leader of the neighborhood? Now's your chance to be that leader. Do do these things. Be helpful. Forget about this, I need to convert people or I need to capture their contact info or any of this stuff. Yes, you can you can do you can have your Facebook pixel and custom audiences that are tracking anyone who engages with your your posts. Yes, you should do those things. But don't worry about like having somebody opt in with uh, give their email address in order to get a list of five restaurants that are doing takeout or that are doing free meals for kids or something. Are you kidding me? Now's not the time to to prevent people from getting information. It's not Stop it. If you if you are jumping in between somebody getting very helpful information, now is the worst possible time to do that. Don't do that. There's plenty of time to do that crap later on. Now's not the time. Remove the barriers from helping people. Don't add friction. Don't add barriers. Do not do not make it harder to help people. Do not make it harder for them to get the information or help they need. Make it easier. That is what will grow your business. That is what will grow your brand. Guys, now's the time. It, do not do not sit on the sidelines. Do not play it safe. Step on the gas, but do the right things. 
Facebook ads, absolutely probably the best time I've ever seen to run Facebook ads and the best time to learn it because your competitors aren't. They're, they're pausing their ads. They're not spending money. Learn it. Learn it. If you're a member of our Massive Agent Society program, great. If you find something else that works for you that teaches you what you need to know, fantastic. Whatever. Just do it. Do the stuff. Okay. Do, do it now while you have this unique opportunity because two or three months from now, the opportunity is going to be gone and you're going to be like, damn it. I wish I would have taken advantage of that downtime. I wish I would have taken advantage of that weird period of time where everyone was just kind of like walking around dazed. Well, I'm not dazed. I'm putting my, I'm putting my freaking pedal. I almost said a really lame analogy with, you know, <clears throat> pedal to the metal. I am putting my foot on the gas right now more than ever. If you, I think you could feel the excitement and the, the, the emotion in my voice. Like I'm, I'm so freaking excited about what's going on right now because I can make it a bigger impact than I've ever made before. Something that I'm seeing right now, and this is a trend that has been happening, but this current crisis and everyone being um, told to shelter in place and stay home, it's really just been the catalyst for this to explode. I've been working virtually for a long time, for, for years. Uh, I work from home and I do everything online. I do everything paperless. That's just how I've done business. Well, a lot of agents haven't. They still have paper contracts. They still uh, they still work from an office. They still do all these things. Well, now they they and some of you listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Now you're like, shit, I'm behind. Now I have to all of a sudden play catch up and learn how to be virtual, learn how to be paperless, learn how to work from home. You have to now learn all that stuff in addition to making other adjustments. I'm, I'm sorry if you were stuck uh, and you were behind, but a lot of us were already working from home. The fact of the matter is, and this is what's crazy, something that I'm super stoked about. I've had more agents that I've spoken to in the last week and a half to two weeks about eXp Realty because now they realize how much it makes sense to be 100% virtual and to have super low fees and to have additional revenue streams outside of just commission checks, they're realizing the value of it now all of a sudden. And we're going to see numbers. We're going to see growth from eXp Realty like nothing of it, nothing we've ever seen. I'm feeling it in my business every single day. I've talked to a lot of you guys about it. A lot of you guys have already made the decision to switch over and a lot of you will in, in coming weeks. It's so exciting. That's one of those silver linings because I knew where the industry was going. I knew I knew what agents wanted if they would just like remove the if agents would just like take the damn team jersey off, you know, that brokerage team, like I'm team, I'm the red team, I'm the blue team, and their jersey's just on too tight and they can't really think about what they really want. You know, that they think about what they want in within the confines of what their brokerage provides them. You know what I mean? But I think now people like, screw this. I guess I don't need an office. What the hell am I paying a desk fee for? I don't actually need to be there because I'm doing just fine at home. I'm doing just fine on my own. But this crisis has been this, this catalyst. It's lit a match where the industry, boom, like fast forward, everyone's virtual, everyone's paperless, everyone's figuring out ways to do virtual open houses. And it's just exciting. And there's only a couple brokerages that are built for that. Thank God. I, you know, kind of saw where the industry was going and chose wisely and made a decision and educated myself and, and picked. And a lot of you guys are, so that's going to continue. It's, it's just crazy. I've never seen a better time 
and a more exciting time and more growth in eXp Realty than the last week and a half to two weeks. And the next month I think is going to be insanity. So if you're one of those, it's like, hmm, you know what? That does sound kind of good. Maybe I, maybe I don't actually need to pay desk fees in an office that I don't really need. And you want to find out what's up. This is all I'm going to say, and then I'll wrap this up. Go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash exp. Watch that video. It's like 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Watch that video that explains the business model right below it on that page is I've embedded my, my calendar, my Calendly, Calendly calendar scheduler. Isn't that the worst business name? Calendly. Cause it's, it's so hard to say it's like cowardly lion or something. Calendly, Cal- the Calendly I've, in, I've embedded that. So you can schedule a zoom call with me to follow up, to talk details, to find out what I offer and uh, you know what I provide above and beyond just the business model to those who join my team in particular. By the way, <clears throat> Massive Agent Society membership, among other things. So you can do that all there, massiveagentpodcast.com slash exp. Just learn about it. Just see what's up. Open your mind for a second and realize there's a reason why it's growing so damn fast right now and realize maybe you might want to find out. So go do that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it as always. Um, Stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your neighbors. Take care of your family. Take advantage of the opportunities that we have. It's, It's so exciting right now. I'm seeing so much growth happen, but you have to actually... Uh, make decisions, move forward, and maybe do some new things. Please do those things. Please, I want to hear that six months from now, this this uh, crisis completely transformed your life for the better. I'd love to hear that from you six months from now. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. Go sell some homes. Go grow your business. Take care.